And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with David Riccio. Morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Vossie. Uh, terrible story about Nathan Merritt over the weekend. Oh, Brandy, it was. It was just shocking. Uh, devastating news to hear um, uh, on Friday afternoon that Nathan Merritt was rushed to hospital in a critical condition. And he remains uh, in hospital at this point in time. And the entire game, uh, not only South Sydney is rallying around Nathan at this point in time, he's one of the greatest uh, South Sydney players to have pulled on uh, the part of the league's jersey. And, and those those uh, sentiments are now coming forward from so many great players, um, you know, in, including the likes of Tugger Coleman and da- David Lydiard and, um, and then Craig Field. Craig Field, one of the... You know, former South halfback, he said Nathan will go down as the greatest winger ever to play for South and a champion man off the field. My thoughts and pray, uh, prayers and best wishes are with the family at this moment. Um, certainly, it's a, it's a very difficult time for, for South Sydney, Nathan's family, and of course, Nathan himself as he fights, uh, uh, fights this situation of which uh, my, my understanding and reporting this story over the weekend is dire, guys. Deary me. That's very sad. Very sad. Yeah, David. I know everyone gets curious and all that, but, I mean, it, you, you just got to... It is a case of thoughts and prayers. I mean, that's all you can do, and, and, and I, I don't think we need to know the circumstances at this time. No, no, no one does. It's just got to be support Nathan, support those closest to him. Um, as hard as that is, yes, we're all curious. Everyone wants to know the story, but the concern has to be with him. I, I tell you what was classy over the weekend, David, was Willie Peters when Hull KR lost, and they were well beaten, disappointing. Willie Peters coaching Hull KR got knocked out in the semis, and that's his first thought at full time, was to send a message that we're all supporting you, Nathan. You know, like that was that was classy, I thought, from Willie Peters over there in the Super League. Now, on the Rabbitohs, um, a bit of player news as well. Yeah, certainly, guys. And, um, you know, South Sydney, uh, from a football point of view, guys, just taking the focus back onto the footy field this season, um, I, clearly they were one of the most disappointing performers uh, all year. There was so much hope for South Sydney. They've got they've got an incoming hurdle, guys, and it is Keon Flame, a tonguey. Oh, oh, hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on, David. Portugal have yeah. scored again and converted. So Portugal have scored again. So so it's three all at half time. Uh, we're only eleven minutes into the second half. Fifty one minutes into the game, uh, there's been three tries scored. So and two of them by Portugal, who now lead Fiji seventeen ten. Seventeen ten, again on the cusp. Beep, beep. <laughs> they're, they're we're alive. Back. They're yeah. back. The Wallabies. Okay, David, back on with the signing news for the Rabbitohs. Yeah, just look. I was just talking about Keon Kalama Tungi, guys. Uh, he will take himself to the open market on November one, which is quickly approaching. Uh, it's it's a significant hurdle for South Sydney. I can tell you, they've already tabled a huge offer in and around the eight hundred thousand mark. Um, and it is St George Illawarra and the Canberra Raiders that are the most uh, formative clubs as far as being interested to try and prize. Keon Kalamatungi out of the club. It's going to be interesting because of the fact that, one, uh, he, he is going to continue taking himself to the open market despite that significant play by South Sydney. In the interim, um, I'll let you dissect that in a sec, but in the interim, the Bunnies have actually picked up 
um, another forward for their pack. And this is probably on the on the basis of Harme Sele uh, leaving for St George Illawarra next year. And it is Sean Kepi. Sean Kepi from the Manly Seagulls uh, will join South Sydney next year, guys. So a um, little bit of movement now going on at the, at the Bunnies. Good signing. I, I think Sean that's Kepi, a good signing. I, I think it's a good signing, Sean Kepi. He's big, mobile. He didn't have a great year with them, but I, there's definitely some footy in Sean Kepi. He's a... I think that's a good pickup, and if Kaloma Tungi has knocked back eight hundred thousand, like that's that's almost to the level of a back rower. Eight hundred. That's you know that's the best back rowers in the competition, and Keon is certainly up there. And and in terms of potential, um, because he's young, because of the age of Keon, he's he's only young. There's lots of years in Keon's, but you know does that mean? Like, would you leave a club for another 50000 Like, if you were happy yeah, at your club, no. would you leave yeah. for another 50000 And if he's getting up towards the nine, if, no. if that's forcing Canberra and the Dragons to pay him nine hundred or nine fifty, well, that's that's too much for a back rower. Yeah, no, way too much. If I'm playing Moneyball, and that, the great movie oh. um, with Brad Pitt, Moneyball, Kalama Tungy's stats don't get him 800000 Don't get him well, eight hundred, and he's chasing if, if, a little more. That's right. So if South have so offered no, him eight hundred. Yeah. Oh, that's gee, that's a that's a big offer in itself. So if he, if those clubs have to pay a, at least they'd have to pay a hundred more for for him to move. Mm. Otherwise, it's not not worth unless you know he's, if he's happy at the club, if he's happy at South Sydney. Gee, I think eight hundred Nelly keeps him there. Mm. Mm. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, just on and and Tyrell Sloan. Uh, now there is surgery yep. and there's surgery for for syndesmosis is. Is this a, a surgery that will keep him off the field for you know eight between eight and twelve weeks? Yeah, so uh, Brandy, it is, um, and and it, it's the tightrope surgery uh, of syndesmosis surgery. Right. And and I th- look, I think best case scenario is is six to eight weeks um, before he's back doing some rehab running. That takes him to you know early to mid December. Uh, it's a huge blow, guys. It, uh, I, there's real disappointment from within the St. George Illawarra camp here about this injury to Tyrell Sloan. Uh, and it raises that discussion point that Joel Kane has been talking about. And I know you guys have as well in relation to um, uh, after-season uh, competition mat- uh, matches uh, and exhibition fights, etc., uh, the players are now taking part in. And this is an injury to Tyrell Sloan that really impacts the Dragons' pre-season. Uh, it, it, will, it will ramp up talks, my understanding is, with Connor Tracy at Cronulla Shark uh, to try and prize Connor out for next season um, as a basis to, to ultimately be part of the fullback scenario for St. George Illawarra. You can throw Zach Lomax now into that equation as well, guys, uh, because Tyrell Sloan... He, he is going to have a an impacted preseason, and this wasn't the plan. Shane no. Flanagan was no, never more intent on any other player in his squad in all the discussion and media that he has uh, done at this point in time. It's all it's a, the, the, the the zero in player has been Tyrell Sloan mm-hmm. and wanting to physically and mentally uh, upskill Tyrell Sloan in readiness for that fullback position next year and now. This injury is a setback, and as I said, uh, we'll see Zach Lomax get a bit a bit more of a run at training, and we'll see the the Dragons over the next couple of weeks really ramp up talks with Connor Tracy. 
All righty. Mm. David Riccio from The Telegraph. Have a great uh, Monday. Thank you for your report. Hey, thank you, boys. Go well.